This is Fearless Rebel Radio, a podcast about body positivity, self-worth, anti-dieting, and feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanen, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. Fearless Rebel Radio is back in business. This is episode 75, and you can find all the links and resources mentioned in this podcast at summerinandin.com forward slash 75. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about why I put the show on hiatus and what to expect from the new season, and seven questions that I ask myself to set an intention for the new year or any time I feel I need to shake shit up. Before we get into that, I want to quickly tell you about why I put the show on hiatus for a few weeks and what you can expect from this new season. For those of you that may not know, this podcast started in June of 2014, so over two and a half years ago. If you've listened to episode one, kudos to you for being an OG. You may remember that I said I started this with no intention of having a structure, The podcast came out on different days, it was inconsistent, and I didn't have a vision for it. It was something I put together in the period of a week, and then it kept growing and going for two and a half years. I got to the point where I kept saying to myself, I want to make some changes, I want to revamp this, but I kept pumping out new episodes so I didn't have time to even think about what those changes would be or what that structure would be. When September rolled around and Rock Your Body started, my incredible 12-week online program that will be starting up again in March, I decided it was time for me to put the podcast on hiatus so I could give it a well-deserved makeover and some much-needed structure. This podcast is a lot of work, and on a personal level, I was also in need of some extra time in my schedule, so it felt like the right time to put it on hold and revamp, revamp the structure and content of the show. So much has changed since this podcast started, and I don't just mean my hairstyle, although that has evolved a few times as well. For one, I am no longer practicing as a nutritionist and haven't been for a couple years now. When I started this show, I was a certified nutritional practitioner who incorporated body image and intuitive eating into my work, yet I still had many ties to the paleo diet community, and this was reflected in the content of the show. Since then, I've really grown on both a personal and professional level. On a professional level, I've taken two different life coaching courses, and now my area of expertise is focused on helping women to stop hating their bodies, to get rid of those feelings of not enoughness, and to build up a solid sense of self-worth outside of appearance. I've written a best-selling book called Body Image Remix, which will soon be available in audio narrated by me. And my own personal development has been transformative over the past couple of years as well, which has made me less of a people pleaser and more confident in my thoughts and beliefs and my values and what is important to me. This means that the guests who will be on the show this season will be people I think you're really going to love. This also means that any of my solo episodes are going to be specifically designed to give you practical ways to develop a positive body image and confidence in who you are. When I started the show, I was still learning about body positivity, health at every size, and size acceptance. And when I look back at past episodes, it is evident that I was still learning by some of the topics and language used. 
I'm much more mindful of the roots of body positivity today, and my commitment is to ensure this podcast is diverse, inclusive, and weight neutral. What you can expect from season three. Well, what you can expect is the following. First, I have some incredible guests lined up for you. I am so excited about the women coming on this show in the next couple of months. I'm giving this show a structure. As much as I like spontaneity, I feel that I will benefit and you will benefit from knowing that when this podcast is going to be released. So new episodes are going to be released on Tuesdays and every month is going to have two to three guest interviews as well as one solo episode. When I first started this podcast, I really wanted to do more solo episodes. And when I looked back at my roster of episodes, I barely had any solo episodes. And there's so much I want to offer you and tell you and provide to you as resources for yourself on your journey. And so I've got so many ideas for what those solo episodes will be. And I'm going to be pumping out one of those each month. I'm going to be creating a new season of the show each year. This is going to allow for annual changes and potential breaks because I am making a commitment to shut my brain down more frequently next year. And I've got a new song, if you may have noticed. Because as much as I love raging guitar rock, I also love the synthesizers and electronic music. And this theme song was inspired by Stranger Things, which I was also mildly obsessed with. So I just wanted to change it up. Who knows what it'll be next year, but I like to pick songs. So hope you like it too. And this season is going to be all about body positivity, self-worth, anti-dieting, and feminism. And as I said, I've got some amazing guest interviews already recorded, which I'm excited to release. I wanted to take this episode to give you seven questions to help you set an intention for 2017 or any time because really January 1st is just another day. I don't like New Year's resolutions because they remind me of my dieting days when I would be so ashamed of myself from all the food I ate over the holidays that I would resolve to lose the weight once and for all with the hope that my self-loathing would be cured. And of course, that would last for four days before I would be back in the cycle of restrict, eat all things, self-loathe, repeat. You could say that I have a bit of PTSD around New Year's resolutions. And what's so interesting is that when I asked my Facebook community, Break the Rules with Summer In and In, which you can find a link to in the show notes at summerinandin.com forward slash 75. When I asked my Facebook community if they practiced resolutions or if they had any success with them, the answer was a resounding no. And perhaps that's just because that's a community of anti-dieters <laughs> that we are all suffering from the same New Year's resolution PTSD and we are all like, hell no to resolutions. But it was just so interesting to me because I was like, why are they still a thing if none of us use them and all of us feel like they're a recipe for failure? The word goals also makes me shudder because I spent so many years failing at meeting my quote unquote weight goals. And the word goals really are associated with feelings of disappointment and why even bother. Raise your hand if you can relate to me on any of those things. So that is why I prefer to not use words like resolution. I prefer to not use the word goals. I prefer to create a vision for what I want in my life and really think about what that means. I ask myself, you know, what will that bring me? Why do I want that? What will that process look like? And am I okay with that? Because I think we often set goals based on the fantasy of the outcome, but we never dig deep to ask ourselves why we want it, 
what's really important about that goal, goal in quotation marks, or whether or not we are okay with the process of achieving it. I'd rather set my sights on things that I'm all in for so I can enjoy the journey and be okay with whatever outcome happens. As a result, I found that I prefer to pick a word or words to use as my guiding intention in the pursuit of a particular dream in my life. I also tend to set spontaneous intentions when I feel called to shake things up or focus on a particular area of my life. And you have permission to do that anytime. I do that every couple of months. I'm definitely someone who values spontaneity, and so I like to just shake stuff up when I feel like I need to do that, and then I focus on it for a while, and then I feel like I need to shake things up again, so I pick a new intention. In my experience, for for me personally, January is not a time of growth because as an introvert, I just need to chill the fuck out after spending 100 hours with people over the holidays. So I tend not to set intentions for for January. It's just not really my growth time of year. Most often it's the spring, it's the fall. That's when I tend to feel the need to change things up and really work on my personal development and growth. That being said, I was feeling an itch to shake things up for myself and choose a new intention back in mid-December, which is when I'm recording this right now. And I have personally used seven questions to help me do this, which I'm going to share with you. And you can use these anytime. You can find these questions in a downloadable worksheet at summerinanin.com forward slash seven five. So these questions are seven questions to help you set a powerful intention whenever you feel you need to do it, whether you want to do it right now. If you don't, then don't. Go with your gut. Your gut's going to tell you when you need to do it. If this feels like a should, then put it down and go and watch Netflix. Question number one, what do you want to be more of? In other words, fill in the blank of this sentence. I want to be more blank. What do you want to be more of? And just, I'm going to walk you through mine. I'm going to read you the questions, and then I'm going to walk you through mine, and then I'm going to read, the, read you through the questions again. So question number one, what do you want to be more of? Question number two, what is a word, phrase, or metaphor to capture this? Question number three, what will that give you? Question number four, what's important about that? Number five, in order to make this happen, what do you need to say yes to? Number six, in order to make this happen, what do you need to say no to? And then question number seven, after assessing all of the above things, what discomfort are you willing to welcome to have this? So I'll walk you through how I use this for myself and a word that I chose that I'm currently using as my intention of the moment. What do you want to be more of? So perhaps that's being more assertive, playful, curious, compassionate, appreciative, grateful, nice, I don't know respectful, whatever those things are. What do you want to be more of? For me, I'm feeling really called to be more bold and assertive and unapologetic and take charge. Take charge of situations, take charge of aspects of my life. I'm feeling that drive. I'm feeling that fire. So those that's what I want to be more of. Question number two, what is a word, phrase, or metaphor to capture this? Well, when I look at the words that I chose, there's one thing that just came to mind. Nasty. I'm going to be a nasty woman. 
I am going with nasty. I don't know. Well, I know why. I know why that came up. Let's be honest here. We all know why nasty woman is such a an amazing phrase to describe ourselves at the moment. But um, I I feel like it just encompasses the nature of being someone who is brave, someone who takes charge, someone who is an unapologetic and follows their gut. And maybe I'll carry this into the bedroom. I'm not sure. But nast- nasty is my metaphor for all of the things that I want to be more of. You can use a phrase, you can use a word, whatever, whatever you feel you want to use. You can use a quote. It doesn't matter. It's really open to interpretation. That was the word that shot right into my brain. And I was like, I'm going to be a nasty woman. Question number three is what will that give you? You know, what, what is the reason behind wanting to be more of these things? Is it opportunities at work? Is it more time to yourself? Is it just respecting boundaries? Is it time with your family? Is it so that you'll sleep better at night? Is it so you'll be more comfortable in your own skin? What, what is that going to give you? And I think for, you know, when I ask myself that question, if I'm a little more nasty, what will that give me? That will give me more confidence in my work. That will give me more time to do the things that I love instead of doing the people-pleasing things that I often get stuck doing. Uh, It will give me an opportunity to just put my authentic self out there in the world, which I am hoping will inspire others. And what's important about that is the fourth question. And if I were to relate that back to my own personal word and intention, nasty, what's important about being nasty for me? is inspiring other people, which I mentioned is what will that give you. So what's important about sharing my authentic self is that I will inspire other people. In order to make this happen, what do you need to say yes to? And this is where you can just brainstorm. So what I mean by that is what, what do you need to say yes to? Do you need to say yes to stepping outside of your comfort zone? Do you need to say yes to saying no more often? Do you need to say yes to speaking your mind, whatever those things are. Do you need to say yes to slowing down and appreciating what's in front of you? Do you need to say yes to taking a moment for yourself every day? I mean, whatever those things are, just list them all out so that you're aware of the actions that are going to support this intention. And then the following question is, in order to make this happen, what do you need to say no to? Because it's equally as important to identify the things we need to say no to. So perhaps we need to say no to people-pleasing. We need to say no to um, not trusting our gut, et cetera, et cetera. So have a list of the things you want to say yes to and the things you want to say no to. I love making lists like that because I think it's it's such a good way to frame things up and look at how at what actions are going to support the things that we want. And the last question is, when you look at the above things, What discomfort are you willing to welcome to have this? What discomfort are you willing to welcome to have this? I think that this is such a powerful question because there's always going to be discomfort when we are honoring our purpose, when we are honoring our values, and we are being true to who we are. And that discomfort comes in the form of fear, judgment, rejection, potential loss. 
there's benefits too. I mean, obviously we, we talked, one of the questions is what's that going to give you and what's important about that? Those are generally positive things, but we also have to welcome that there's going to be some discomfort. And I think it's important to, I like to use the word welcome when we're talking about discomfort because it's not something we want to resist. If we're resisting it, then we're unable to follow our intention. And so we can welcome it. It's just, it's going to be there. For me, for me to be nasty, there's probably going to be judgment, rejection, and certainly fear. All of those things are going to be coming along with me. And I might feel ashamed of myself sometimes too. So I'm welcoming all of those things in the pursuit of being a little more nasty in my life. And I think it's great to call those things out and identify those things so that you can really ask yourself, like, am I well, am I going to be okay with these, with these aspects of the situation coming into play? Am I going to be okay with these emotions? And if not, you're free to change and adjust. You don't have to be something all the time. Let's say you want to be more confident and your word is confident and you know that that's going to come with some judgment and rejection. Well, then you can just pulse in those confident moments and slowly build up to it. It's about balancing balancing it out. I'm not going to spend my whole time living in fear and, you know, feeling judged and rejected. I'm going to do this to the extent that feels comfortable for me while still stepping outside of my comfort zone. I love to use these questions. I use these questions with clients. I use these questions with myself. And I think that they can be a really helpful way, again, if you're feeling inclined to change things up, shake things up. And so I've put them into a worksheet that you can download at summerinandin.com forward slash 75. I would love to hear from you. What is your intention? What are you going to be more of right now? You can share that with me by commenting on the post for this episode at summerinandin.com forward slash seven five or by getting in touch with me via social media. One more thing I wanted to mention is how I remember and use this intention. First, I put it on a piece of paper where I'm going to be seeing it every day. For example, on my laptop or on my wall. And then I use it in situations by asking myself, what would X do in this situation? For example, what would a nasty woman do in this situation? What would be the nasty woman response to this situation? And that's how, that's how I evoke it. That's how I use the intention. And uh, you can play around with that as well. And then when I feel like I need to move on and pick a new intention and shake stuff up, then I just repeat this exercise and do it again. That is it for today's show. Welcome to season three. Thank you for being a listener and thank you for coming back. I'm so excited for this year and the episodes that are coming up. Before you go, I just want to remind you that you can get the free 10-day body confidence makeover at summerinandin.com forward slash freebies or just go to thebodyimagecoach.com. And if you liked what you heard, please please head to iTunes to leave me a review. This helps others to find the show. And by doing this, you are helping to spread body positivity. So if you're a listener and you haven't left me a review, go to iTunes, click ratings and reviews and leave your review there. I would be so grateful for your support. 
not because you are helping me and the show, but because ultimately you are helping others find this work, which, as you know personally, is very powerful and much needed in our diet-obsessed culture. All right, much love to you. Thank you for being back with me, and I will see you in the next episode. Rock on. Rock on.